And uh, the Zaibatsu have essentially taken over the majority of financial institutions. Do we know if that is good or bad? The military is ambivalent about the whole thing, but it did slow down the economic collapse of the banks. Riots in Tokyo are down for the second week in a row. Then I deem it to be good. Now, if you please, it is Christmas. The Empress and I have our annual dinner celebration. Yes, Your Majesty. I beg your pardon, Heika, but are you aware there is a man hiding in the corner? He dropped down from the ceiling a few minutes ago. Yes, I know. It is the Isoyama boy. He is still perfecting his shinobi abilities. Best to humor him as I do. As you wish, Heika. I must now rudely leave you. You may do so. Tenno, Heika. Do not be alarmed. Ah, Isoyama-kun. I did not see you there. Your skill is improving. You honor me, my emperor. To what do I owe this visit? And the draft from the open ceiling panel through which you came? My spies in Ibaraki have reported back to me with news. The cowboy and the Englishman. They have returned and are staying with the Fujiwara clan. I see. And the Fushigi? The unknown one is not in attendance. That we know of. My father will have to be avenged some other time, it seems. I am sorry to hear that. However, vengeance for the desecration of our imperial home shall be fulfilled. You know what to do. Yes, Heika. I have sent my best warriors to Ibaraki. By the end of the week, the Westerners and the Fujiwara will finally be eliminated. Ohayou gozimasu, brave listeners! And welcome to a special Christmas in Japan edition of Tales of the Extraordinary! Some people come home for the holidays, but in our case, home is coming to Andrea von Kliegel, the long-forgotten daughter of the eccentric Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel, naturally. When last we saw her, Andrea had left her father and a troubled romance with Officer Mike Sullivan to study the ancient art of ninjutsu with the Fujiwara clan in the Japanese prefecture of Ibaraki, instructed by the elderly Kazuko Fujiwara. Too many names? Too bad! Here are some more! Little Dickie Broughton, Vesper Kingsley resident psychic to the stars, and everyone's favorite circus strongman, Rod Steveson, last seen touring the Americas with the Worldwide Federation of Wrestling, alongside his lover, Shinobu Fujiwara, and who is currently... Getting married! I just can't believe it. Why? Because I spent my life on the road, living the life of a circus performer. Going from town to town with no chance for roots to grow. No, not that. Because she, I, I mean, you know, uh, kills people. I mean, a lot. Without warning. Oh, that? Well, Shinobu hasn't killed anyone in at least a year, right, girl? Rod say no kill is important to make sacrifice for of, yes? No pun intended, eh? Nanite, no? Nothing. Too long to explain. And where is our shockingly pale Canadian friend, eh? Ah, the Wendigo. Down to the community center to watch some amateur sumo matches. Boy loves his wrestling. Though he will be disappointed he didn't get to meet you, ma'am. Who, me? I don't think I'm familiar with this Wendy. Wendigo. He is a famous wrestler, yes? I don't keep up with athletics, sorry. Anyway, 
when we all met Randolph Moon in San Francisco. He told us about you and how you tried to save him from the guru, Bella? Buru, you mean? What? Where? Oh, is that the supernatural deity that supposedly possessed Moon? Supposedly? I saw with my own eyes what Buru did to him, hovering five feet off the ground and... Oh, that voice. Oh, God. Oh, no. I tried my best to save him from having his mind taken over by that beast. I guess I failed. Was that what you were doing while we were fighting mechorillas in Siberia? It was quite rude. I'm sorry that traveling in and out of the psychic plane interfered with your ape droid's playtime. Mechorillas! Right. Look, the point is he got better, okay? No harm, no foul. This plane of existence is still here and our fine boy Rod is getting hitched to a fine young killing machine. I, I, I mean... No, no, yeah, killing machine. Arigatou gozaimasu. Sure, what she said. I can't help but notice that you've been a teensy bit on edge since we've got here, Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> what? No. No, it must be the tropical weather making me sweat is all. It's December. Oh, yeah, right. Well, where's the goddamn snow, huh? Ibaraki is on Kanto Puren. There is no snow here, but always very cold. If you say so. Wendigo, speak of the devil. Did you enjoy sumo? Not really. They don't do much, just glare menacingly at each other and then push really hard. No flips, no aerial maneuvers. What a letdown, eh? Yes, sumo do not fry. Hey everybody, what did I miss? Uh, we were just calling out Sullivan here on his apprehension at meeting his old Sheba again. Stop that! I told you, it's the weather! You sure this doesn't have anything to do with seeing your lady for the first time in over a year? She's not my lady, okay? Andrea is her own woman. She's... she's, uh... Hello, Mike. Gah! Jesus, don't sneak up on a guy like that! Sorry, sneaking is what I do nowadays. Hard habit to break. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's, uh... Good to see you. You look... healthy. You do. No more alcoholic toots? <laughs> nope. I, I, I mean, yes, but not today, no. Uh, don't worry, I'm not gonna burn down any palaces. Well, the day's young. Andrea and I were just catching up as the lovely Miss Kazuko showed us around the gardens. Mama-san is chisai. You continue to flatter me, Doctor. As I have told you before, you need not be so kind. Once night falls, my body is already yours. Oh, wow. Mama-san? Okay. How about that wedding, huh? Yes, I am very honored that you have journeyed back to Shinobu's homeland to ask for my consent, and I was very happy to give it. Great. So let's work out some details, Mama. Not yet. What? Shinobu has told you, of course, what challenges you must face if you are to be considered worthy of a hand, yes? Uh... Is this going to involve a lot of jumping around and stabbing things? No, no, no. Nothing so easy. Uh-oh. What is it, Vespa? I can see it in her mind. Poor Rod. What? In her mind? Vespa, you can't just go around reading people's thoughts willy-nilly. It never bothered you before. Poor Rod what? Well, yes, but I didn't personally know those people. This is our hostess. Fellas, what's going on? Rod-son, you are familiar with one of our most sacred religious Shinto landmarks, Fuji-san? Is that the priest that's gonna wed us? She means Mount Fuji. Oh, yeah, Fuji. Love it. Real nice to look at, sure. 
You want me to go pray to it or something? In a way, you must climb it. Ah, wait. Are you mad? It's the middle of winter, woman. It can't be worse than Saskatchewan in, well, any time of year, really. Hold on there. Mama-san, are you sure? Fellas. I've climbed it before. It was extremely cold, sure, but not impossible. No, wait, that was in the summer. Never mind, this will be terrible. So why am I doing this? They say only a fool does not climb Fujisan once in their lives. And only a fool climbs it more than once. I've climbed it five times. That does not surprise me. It helps put things in perspective, as I always say. When things are at their lowest, at least they aren't as bad as Mount Fuji. I don't think I've ever heard you say that, Doc. I'm sorry, I meant I always think it. Right, Vesper? It's too, Doctor. Well... The dock can climb it. Again, only in the summer. Right. Still, it's worth it for the hand of this little lady here. Ooh. If I may ask, must young Mr. Stevenson climb alone, or might I join him? Really? Indeed. It has been some time since I did a bit of mountain climbing. And you can't go up a big snowy mountain without me, eh? It's practically home to old Wendigo. I could use some company, sure. How long does it take, ma'am? Approximately ten hours. Ugh, okay. I guess I can... To go up, I mean, if the weather favors you. Oh, boy. You shall take the Fuji no Mia route, and we shall equip you with the proper tools and clothing. Oh, I brought some extra layers along with me. Never leave home without them, right? As long as your love is true, Rodson, you shall conquer the mountain. Then... I think my chances are fantastic. I will volunteer as well. Vesper, you sure? Like Little Dicky said, I want to try out my new body and see just what it can do. Did you say new body? Did I ever tell you, dear Andrea, of the time a Romanian count transferred Miss Kingsley's mind into the body of a genetically engineered superwoman? Oh, Daddy. You and your tails. Then it is decided. Gambate could decide. Yes, ma'am. You know Japanese? Not really. But I can look into a person's eyes and read their thoughts. So it's like being fluent wherever I go. I'll explain later. I suppose we'll have plenty of time to chat when they're on their suicide mission, right? Actually, we will be visiting a local Buddhist temple located on the other side of Tsukubasan, the tallest mountain on the Kanto Plain. Oh... Oh, God. Don't worry, Mac. The tallest mountain on the plain is more like a glorified hill. It's dreadfully flat around here. Great. Let's go. What's the occasion? We will go to visit my daughter, Eriko. Uh, the girl with the makeup and the, the geisha, I, I, I mean, uh, Maiko dress, right? I was wondering where had she gone. How is she? I'm afraid that she was killed last month by the Isuyama clan. Oh, I'm sorry. You see, Mr. Sullivan, we are going to visit her grave. Oh dear, our condolences go out to the Fujiwara family. Now, the Von Kliegels, the Fujiwaras, and the Sullivan make their way up the slope of Mount Tsukuba.
An ascent, which can best be described as... A piece of cake. It reminds me of the Scottish Highlands. Did I ever tell you of the time I was chased by a swarm of Scottish horseflies into a pack of man-eating goats? Yes, Daddy. No, no, no wait, hold on. Man-eating goats? Well, I may be exaggerating a tad, but it's possible. Have you not always suspected it? The way they look at you with those dead eyes, mouths always chewing, and those horns. Saddleback. Saddleback. There are no goats to worry about, Heinrich. The worst animals you will find here are small dirt snakes. That sounds harmless. Oh no, they will kill you if they bite you, but they are very tiny. I'm glad I wore boots. We are now on the female side of the mountain. Two sides. Two peaks. One taller than the other. So, we're on the short one. Why does the female one have to be the shorter one, Mike? I, I didn't... I, I just... Well, look at us. It, it doesn't mean anything. Are you going to fight again? No, she. I was only pulling his leg, taking advantage of his obvious nervousness around me. Mr. Sullivan, are you sweating? No! No! I, I, I mean... Well, yes, of course I am. I'm climbing a female mountain. Did you guys hear something? Trying to change the subject, Mike? What? No. Oh, never mind. Bakayaro, what was that? It has been many years since I tried to assassinate someone, grandson. Shinpai Shinaide. I will cure them eventually. If you keep missing like that, we'll be discovered. You know we would not survive against three experienced ninja. Three? I see only two. The Haikujin woman has been under the direct tutelage of the Fujiwara master. Bah! What could a Gaijin know of our ways? It is like teaching a dog to sing Enka. You are old, Grandfather. A Gaijin killed your son. Do not underestimate them. Now come, we will reach the summit before them and lie in wait. Looks like the idyllic stroll up Mount Scuba might take a turn for the hazardous after all. For our other three adventurers making their way up the frigid face of Fuji, though, the dangers are more certain. After many hours of hiking through the forested lower half of the mountain, they have arrived at the sixth climbing station to take stock of their progress. Ah, this one is close too. Well, what did you expect, Dickie? It's not exactly the height of tourism season. Well, there's a fortunately low snowfall this year, and these huts seem perfectly sturdy enough to house people. Let's just move on to the seventh station, all right? Kazuko said there were only ten, and we have come more than halfway. It hasn't been too bad so far, right? Not too bad. Are you touched in the head, man? I can barely feel my fingers and toes. What I do feel is like they're being held over a raging fire. A never-ending burning sensation. Come now, Rod. You must be exaggerating. This place... It's like something out of the Book of Revelations! It does look like what I've always imagined hell to be, yes. A blasted, rust-colored wasteland of volcanic rock. It certainly isn't helping that the entire path up the mountain so far has been loose shale. For every two steps forward, we lose one step as we slide backwards. <laughs> it's a wee bit maddening, I. <laughs> I can't go on. It's just not worth it. How can you say that, eh? This is for love. There is no greater feeling. No greater reason to live, am I right? Come now, Rod. You're a circus strongman. I've seen you crush people with your bare hands. You mean to tell me you can't take a little stroll up a nightmarish landscape in the middle of winter? 
I'm not very big on uh, endurance, little D. More of a sprinter, if you know what I mean. Well, I've yet to feel exhaustion, so let's just continue to the seventh station and see if we can find any food or lodging. I don't wish to be trapped outdoors during the night here. All right. I'll keep going for you folks. And your fiancé, yes? What? Oh, yeah. Of course. For her, too. For love! Let's keep those spirits up now, lads and lady. The day is ours. Two hours pass. I can't take it anymore! This is madness! Just keep spooning, little D. I think the shivering has gone from violent spasms down to gentle vibrations now. I can't remember the last time I have suffered so. Spooning another man in a cramped latrine that is little more than a hole above a gaping pit of human waste, while an unholy storm outside threatens to blow us clear off the mountain. The devil himself could not devise such a place as this. We should just wait for Windigo and Miss Kingsley. She said she'd come get us once she made it to the 8th station, right? There is no 8th station. It's all a lie! What?! Every station we've come to has said seven, five stations in a row! Seven, seven, seven! We're in purgatory, Rod! Trapped in an endless loop of seven stations! Over and over and over! Oh, look! There they are, eh? Right where we left them. Come on, boys. Pry yourself off each other. I found an open hut up ahead. Where? At the eighth station. Liar! Don't mind the little guy. He's kinda lost his mind. I think the wind has died down. It's... Wait. Ah! I'm not going out there! We'll be blown right off the mountain! Oh, don't be silly. There are chains on the boulders up ahead. Boulders? And snow, yeah. There's not so much of a trail anymore. I'd rather stay here with the fecal bouquet, thank you very much. Why risk being flicked off Fuji like a pesky fly in search of a place that we all know in our hearts does not exist? Whatever. You coming, Rod? You are a sad, strange little man. Say hello to the seventh station, and the next, and the next! I see them. They will be here in mere seconds. Remember the plan. Of course, Mago. I am old, not senile. Good. We will stay down here attached to the cliffside. When they look over the edge to admire the view, we'll throw the hooks up and drag them down to their doom. I told you I remember. Why must you repeat it as if we have never talked about this before now? Yayo, calm down. Ah, they're here. Selfish? A little, don't you think? Oh, maybe. But at least I don't go through dogs like they were tissue paper. That is not fair. Each princess was dear to me like my own child. Oh, yeah? What happened to the yappy little princess in Paris, huh? Do we remember her? Of course I do. But I was too busy being kidnapped by a madman with a flying city and then stranded on the other side of the world to do anything about it. You weren't stranded. You just had to come home with me. I, I mean us. Oh, don't include me in this fight, please. I've always tried to raise Andrea to be independent. Stay out of this, Daddy. See? I'd better go find Kazuko and Shinobu. Look, Mike, I've changed. A lot. I'm not the dainty debutante you met at the Eiffel Tower anymore. I've seen too much of the world. Too much injustice. I'm sorry. I've changed too, okay? Until Sing Sing, I, I hadn't been happy for a long time. Since I left you here, actually. Oh, Mike. 
I didn't want you to go. I was a fool to let you. No. I was the fool for leaving. Mike, I... Don't say it. Just kiss me, doll. What happened? Did you miss again? They just dropped to the ground. I think they are mating. Gaijin savages! Pull the hooks back before they see. I can't. They are caught on the railing. Then leave them. Move before they see us. Go! Mm. Hello! Ah! Sorry. Please, don't stop for me. I, I just fell over and Mike here was helping me. Um, oh hell. I am glad to see you two stop fighting. It makes me... Okasan, do you see something? Hmm. No, child. No. Just the mists floating through the trees. Come, let us descend the male side to the temple, yes? Know what else is beautiful? A nice hot bowl of ramen in the middle of an unforgiving winter storm atop Mount Fuji. Something Vesper Kingsley and Rod Steveson are appreciating in silence. Ah, that completely hit the spot, ma'am. Thank you. Shh, still eating. Oh, sorry. You, out now! Excuse me? You are not eating. You leave now! I just finished, man! You can stay inside as long as you eat. Now you are finished, you are no longer customer! Out! I paid for that ramen, I'm going to sit here as long as I want. It's warm in this hut, damn it! Heat is good. Rod, you just crushed your bowl! What? Oh crap. I don't know my own strength sometimes. Sorry, fellas. That is it! Get your dirty gaijin bodies out of my shop! Uh, there's no need for that kind of talk, boys. Out, or you die! Whoa! Hey now, no need for violence, boys. Excuse me, Rod. Master. What? Look into my eyes. I will not spare you just because you are so beautiful. That's better. Now tell your friends to put down their knives. Yes. Daijobu, koroshinaide. That's better. Now make my friend another bowl, would you? It's freezing out there. Yes, Bijin san. That was pretty amazing. Eh, it works for me. What the hell was his problem anyway? Oh, he just hates foreigners. What? Good old fashioned xenophobia. You should hear what he does to Korean travelers. Oh my. I don't think I can take this place anymore, Miss Kingsley. Even the people on this mountain are trying to kill me. I give up. Rod, tell me about this girl, Shinobu. Why? Can't you just read my mind? Don't you start to. Look, we're here because you love her, right? Sure, yeah. But I don't think I ever expected this place to be so horrible. If you plan to spend the rest of your life with her, you are going to be tested with equally horrible moments. Great. She's gonna try to kill me too? No, 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 no. But think of it this way. If you can survive the worst that man in nature can throw your way, then whatever troubles that might crop up in your married life will be a walk in the park, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. If I can survive this mountain, then 
I can probably survive anything. This place isn't just testing your strength, Rod. It's testing your will. Are you going to let it win? No. Hell no! Rod Steeson is the strongest there is! Damn, Fuji! I'll grind it into... Uh... More of those little rocks out there! But, you know, smaller. That's the spirit! Now, tell me about the Shinobu girl that makes her worth all this. Well, for one thing, she's beautiful. You can't really tell because she wears a mask a lot. She has a sweet, kind heart. I mean, when she's not flipping around and killing things. Okay. And she's got a great mind for business, too. I'll tell you, without her keeping the books for the World Federation of Wrestling, we might as well go out of business. Oh, and you should see her during our shows. She's a natural. Also a natural. The benefits of these new products from our ever-persistent sponsors. Alright everybody, hi, welcome to the Lemley Theatres Tokyo. Uh, we are really happy you guys turned out for this special additional screening of Italian Lobster Pants. We did not think it would be this popular. Uh, a couple of notes before we start. Uh, we have a bit of a mouse problem, so if you could just keep your food off the floor, and I, I feel a little bit embarrassed telling you this, but we've had a bit of belly button lint that has gotten stuck in the popcorn machine. That's that's your own story to make. Also, uh, in the event of a fire... Oh my god, she's And now back to our show. They pay us a lot of money for those spots, folks. Just remember that. And remember our heroes on Mount Scuba? Being hunted by two inept ninja as they journey to the gravesite of their fallen comrade. A gravesite they have now reached. I gotta say, this side of the mountain was even easier. Big, wide steps the whole way down the trail like a stairway. I can't believe no one's thought of that in the States. Trust me, those steps are not as much fun going up. Though it only takes about an hour at most. We are here. This appears to be the grounds of a Shinto shrine, young lady. Yes. Almost 60 years ago, the anti-Buddhists burned down the temple that was here. But our family still has a secret... plot? Is that what you say? Even in death, you guys are secretive, huh? What happened to poor Eriko, if I may ask? It was completely unexpected, Daddy. Ever since that unknown vigilante friend of yours killed General Isoyama, his clan members have been harassing us. At first, they were easily repelled or dispatched. Aww. Shinobu missed the killings? Sorry, she. Well, many months have passed without any incident. Eriko and I went out to a Taiko performance. I miss a Taiko. We must have been followed because whoever attacked her waited until she got up to use the water closet. They struck while she was alone. I didn't even realize anything had happened until the show was over and... She hadn't returned. That's terrible. She killed a few of them, though. That's how we knew it was the Isayama clan. Where are these guys now? I don't know. Be sure to hit the Nihonjin girl first, Oyaji. She is the most dangerous. You know what is also dangerous? Distracting me while I am hanging upside down in a tree with a longbow. Now be quiet and let me- Chotomate. Doshita no. Yorubama. She is missing. Good. Fewer enemies to worry about. Take the shot. You and I will have a serious talk about showing respect to your elders when this is through. Here we go. What happened? I didn't see the arrow. Did you miss? 
What can I? I don't... Uh, oh, no. Are you looking for this arrow? I took it out of your bow before you shot. Fujiwara! You should be more careful. Someone could get hurt. Ah! Grandfather! I think I broke my leg! Oops. That looked like a nasty fall. My time for vengeance is at hand, woman. Oh, you are correct. Now tell me, which one of you is responsible for my daughter's death? I wish I could claim that honor, but my grandfather and I share that glory together. But the death of the Fujiwara leader, this will be all mine. Mojide, are we going to fight here in a tree 20 feet off the ground? If that is what the gods want, yes. Then you shouldn't be on that branch. It doesn't look very sturdy. What? It's fine. Not anymore. No! Oh! That was my other leg! Did you guys hear something? Hmm? No, sorry. Uh, where is Kazuko? <laughs> ah! Now I know where Shinobu gets it from. Come, let us return to the doctor's frying whale. Air whale, actually. It's new. Hey, 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 yes, yes, yes. We should rest before we meet your friends at the top of Fujisan, eh? If they survived. If. But first, could you young folk help me carry a couple of souvenirs back? You know, ma'am... This sunrise almost makes it worth the possible hypothermia and exposure. Almost? It is a really nice sunrise. Like we're looking at the edge of the world. I think I understand now why the old lady wanted me to do this climb. Like the doc said. It helps put your life into perspective. You ready to get married now? Yeah. I think I am. Good. Because I think I hear a familiar whine in the air. Oh, God! The storm is back! Not quite. Doc! Clear us a landing zone, fellas! There you go! Way to flatten that snowbank, Rod. With one punch, too. Felt pretty good, I gotta say. Good day, sir! Welcome aboard! Rodasan! She! Am I glad to see you? What are you guys doing here? I thought I had to go all the way down again. Oh, dear me, no. I did not want you to cling to any false hopes. If you knew we would be here to save you, then you would not have relied on your own inner strength to overcome the mountain. Miss Kingsley helped with that, actually. Subarashi! Now, please, move aside. Who are these guys? A special delivery. Please, you cannot do this to us. Grandfather cannot even walk. There are other ways down the mountain. I'm sure that the snow has become quite icy in the night. Perhaps you could fashion a crude toboggan from these buildings here and- Heinrich, please, Saddleback. Ah, yes, sorry. This is more than you deserve, you bastards. If you are lucky, the gods might spare you and take only one of your limbs. Fujiwara witch! Anyone want to tell us what that was all about? Ah. Maybe later. Right now, I think we have a wedding to attend. Right, Rod? Hell yeah! 
Good. We have saved some Christmas cake for you both. Sugoi! Ikimashou, be? All's well that ends well, for some, at least. We hope you have enjoyed our tale of love, death, and revenge, and Christmas cake. Tune in for the final tale of our holiday anthology next month, as we celebrate love American style with a rebroadcast of the lost Valentine's Day tale of... Wait, wait, wait one moment, folks. Do you have that feeling, too? The feeling that we forgot something? Or someone. Oh yes! Of course! Let us check in with our missing adventurers further down Mount Fuji as they arrive at the door of a certain hut in the 8th station. Did you see that, Wendigo? What's that? Uh, nothing. Never mind. I, I thought I saw two bloodied men in ninja-style clothing sledding down the snow over yonder. Eh, must be the thin air getting to my brain. I'll say. That sounds loony, it does. Uh... Hello? Anyone home? Ohayo goza, Gaijin-san. Good morning to you all. Have you seen an American couple come through here a few hours ago? Friends of yours? Mm, aye. Oh look, hot soup! Say, might we try some of that fine- No! You will have nothing! Nothing but a death! Well, that's not very nice, eh? Oh dear. We appear to be surrounded by bloodthirsty hooligans, my boy. I suppose Rod made his usual impression on the locals. I could sure use a fight. Nothing like some calisthenics to warm yourself up, right? After you, my good sir. Wendy go! <laughs> oh. Keep it going for our crazy people. Sax car. Yay! Mr. Chris Rickabar, Joseph of Windows of Sky. Yay, Bennett Cousins, Barney Gordon, Spencer Coates, Talison Jaffe, my lovely wife Karen Brooks, myself Michael T. Coleman. Feel free to ask us about the story. It's all based on actual real events. Can and we what? get a special real round of applause for all the people that were miming for me in yes, my role? Yes, let's hear for our ninja. Thank you, various ninjas.